Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Well, well, was it a busy Friday or what? The answer is the first, not the latter, not or what. Yes, it was a busy Friday. Flew up to New Jersey, met with Joe, flew up with Drew. Worked out at Attila's, rocking the shirt today. Got a tattoo. We've got all that today. I've got the FBI lawyer, the plea that's soon to be forthcoming. I've got the new PP hoax. It does involve a P, yes, but not PP. It involves the post office for Trump. Loaded show. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. My savvy listeners and viewers have a VPN so no one's prying into their online activity. Get a VPN today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, as we were just talking about, after that exhausting, super exhausting. Oh, dude. Oh, gosh. Friday. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, probably about like you are. I'm, uh, But you're, you're going to be sore, more sore than I am. But I'm I'm catching oh, up. Man. I'm catching up. That was uh, yeah. quite the weekend. It was a busy day. <laughs> it really we was. did. It was a great show. Thanks for watching my show at Attila's. I got some coverage. Really? I've got yeah. exclusive shots of my new Tattoo from uh, from Jax's, and uh, I want to get to some uh, some really heavy news today. Today's <laughs> okay. show brought to you by our friends at NetSuite. <laughs> the last few months have taught us what's important in life. It's also taught us what we need to eliminate or change. It's the same for business. What are the chances? Uh, what are the changes you need to make right now? Do you have this hairball of multiple software systems that don't talk to each other? Streamline it right now with one. All you need is NetSuite by Oracle. It's the world's number one cloud business system. Finance, HR, inventory, e-commerce, everything you need all in one place. Saves time, money, and headaches, most important of all. You're doing a million or hundreds of millions in sales. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control so you can manage every penny with absolute precision. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to go faster with confidence. NetSuite surveyed hundreds of business leaders and assembled the playbook of their top strategies. This is a really good guide that they're using as America reopens for business. Get your free guide today. Seven actions, uh, actions businesses need to take now. Schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Get your free guide. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash Bongino. netsuite.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. Nice. Nice. Listen, first of all, I want to thank you all. Uh, I, I rarely do this self-congratulatory nonsense, but it's super important because the show is for you and it's nice to get good feedback. For the second month in a row, we are on the pod track top 20 of the top 20 podcasts in the entire country. There it is, the Dan Bongino Show, creeping in again at number 20, second month in a row in the top 20 charts. Thank you very much. You know, uh, I love you guys and ladies to death. You all are everything to me, so I really appreciate it. All right, so we got a loaded show today. Let me start off first. This is a show we're going to flip back and forth in the uh, the notebook of doom here, all the dopey stories liberals want. But there's a new PP hoax. Remember the PP dossier and that stuff? We'll get to that a little bit later, too. There's been some updates on that with the FBI lawyer. But there is a new PP hoax. Let's get right to it. It does involve a P, as I said, and it's the post office. There it is. 
Wall Street Journal debunks the latest hoax. The Postal Service's good election advice. What is the hoax? Let me dig right into it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the newest hoax is that Trump is kneecapping the post office. I will. That's an exact quote, by the way. I'll get to that in a second. Post uh, Donald Trump is kneecapping the post office right before the election because wait for it. Dot, 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 dot. Because President Trump doesn't want votes to arrive because he's so terrified he's going to lose. So he's sabotaging the post office right before the election. Ladies and gentlemen, this is conspiracy theory type stuff. I don't even have an adequate counterpart, at least with some conspiracy theories. There's some element of truth to it that's then expounded upon into a series of later lies. There's no evidence this is true at all. You got the hoax? Just to be clear, because you're going to hear it all week now. Nancy Pelosi's calling Congress back in session to address the hoax. The hoax is that President Trump is sabotaging the post office before the election to make sure votes don't arrive on time. You don't believe me? Look at the, I mean, the greatest hoaxer of all, who is who, 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 Barack Obama. Here's a quote by Barack Obama in the Wall Street Journal article. Barack Obama fed the political misinformation about the post office. A political misinformation feedback loop on a podcast Friday by saying Trump is trying to, quote, actively kneecap the Postal Service. On Saturday morning, protesters followed the former president's lead and banged pots and pans outside Postmaster General Louis DeJoy's Washington, D.C. condo. <laughs> oh, dude. Folks, I, 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 I know, I know your deluge drinking from a fire hose, constant dossier hoaxes, pee-pee hoaxes, collusion hoaxes, all the hoaxes about President He's not mentally stable. 25th Amendment. President Trump is violating the Emoluments Clause. Uh, the, the litany of Trump hoaxes goes on and on. I don't have the time to address them all. And I don't want to waste your time. But this one, this is how the Democrats work. You have the triumvirate of stupid. You have liberal politicians, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the other hoaxers out there, Barack Obama, noted, discredited liars, people with zero character and no spine at all. You then have the liberal media, no dignity, no character, no interest in facts at all. And you combine that with the whole celebrity crowd that have big followings and a hoax that Trump is sabotaging the post office to mess with the election becomes reality. You don't believe me that this is a hoax? That Trump is sabotaging the post office? I'll prove it to you using the liberal media's own sites. But before you get to that, on the Wall Street Journal piece, so you have a little background on what actually happened here. Here's screenshot number two from the journal piece. News broke Friday, uh-oh, that the Postal Service has warned dozens of states via letters from U.S. Postal Service General Counsel Thomas Marshall, that their deadlines for requesting and casting mail-in ballots, mail ballots are incongruous with the Postal Service's delivery standards. On cue, the Democrats in the press portrayed this as evidence of Trumpian sabotage and voter suppression. Oh my gosh, Trump suppressing the vote. In reality, it's closer to the opposite. An attempt by the Postal Service to forestall state election failure. In other words, they're warning the states, don't screw this up. Right. The letters warning the states, hey, we need some time to handle these votes by mail. The letters were planned before the new Postmaster General, Louis DeJoy, took the reins on June 15th. Mr. Marshall, the Postal Service lawyer, sent a nearly identical advice to election officials in a made letter posted at USPS.com. Strange public conspiracy this is, huh? So uh, uh, you're going to hear this all week. 
Trump sabotaged the Postal Service. Although the Postal Service is the one warning the states, we need some time to process all your mail-in ballots. And the letters they've been sending, one, are on the U.S. Postal Service website. Strange way to run a conspiracy to advertise it on the Postal Service's oh, website. Yeah. And another strange way to do it, considering the guy they allege, Joe's marshalling the scam, Trump's new postmaster general, Louis DeJoy, yeah. that the letters and the exact same verbiage, or similar verbiage to be precise, was sent out before he even took the position. This is the weirdest conspiracy theory ever. It's kind of up there with the pee-pee stuff. There you go. Because now, so again, Trump is supposedly sabotaging the, uh, the Postal Service because the post office is warning the states you're not giving us enough time to get the votes in. If you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. If Trump wanted to sabotage the election, Joe, just a quick question. Yeah, dude. Wouldn't you not warn the states via the Postal Service yeah. and let the election get screwed up? Right. Uh, it's a simple question. I'm not messing with yeah, you, right? Easy peasy, man. Yeah. Let it get screwed easy. up. If, if you want the post office to screw up the election like the alleged Trump is doing, the alleged Trump's doing, then don't warn the, the states. Don't have the Postal Service send a warning. You've got to be so stupid to be a liberal today. You really do. You have to have a titanium-laden skull. Here, even worse, another screenshot from the Wall Street Journal. Here's the New York State. You know New York. That bastion of conservative right-wing values. Of course, I'm just kidding. New York State, which is turning into a radical leftist state. It's my former uh, home state. The seven-day deadline for this delivery of ballots via the post office is, quote, unrealistic. Who said that? That had to be Trump, right? Because he's trying to sabotage. No, that was Douglas Kellner, the co-chair of the New York State Board of Elections, who testified in court last month. <laughs> the state board has argued for moving it back. The New York State Board has argued for moving it back to 14 days in line with the Postal Service's suggestion of allowing seven days for delivery of the ballot to the voter and then seven days to get the ballot back. Is New York State co-chair of the New York State Board of Elections Douglas Kellner complicit in postal sabotage? <laughs> it's so, just, just to be clear, this is sick. I, I know, this is I know, I know you want to like, I get it. Like, it's so dumb. Yes. I know a lot, but folks, listen, I'm sorry. You're good. The liberals don't care about the truth. The media obviously doesn't care about the truth. And celebrities, many of them, not all of them, are really just stupid and they don't get it. So they read it in the Washington Post and they think it's fact, not understanding the Washington Post is a conspiracy book. Trump is sabotaging the Postal Service. How? By warning? By telling the Postal Service to warn the states there's not enough time to process the ballots Trump is allegedly trying to suppress. This makes sense to you. If you're a liberal watching, this makes sense to you right now? Please, if it does, there are like those helplines for mental health assistance. Call it immediately. Stop the show. Stop. Hit the pause <laughs> button right now and go call. Because you need serious mental health of a professional right now to evaluate you. The same advice was given by the Liberal New York State, liberal New York State, same election people. So the same thing Trump said, New York State said. But when Trump says that it's a conspiracy, I met a guy in uh, Apex in North Carolina. He likes when I say it, when I say, it's a conspiracy theory. That's his favorite. Thing. This is it. This is liberal. <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. He loved it. He says it's my favorite. I know some of you hate it. Whatever. Some people like, it's a conspiracy theory. This is it. This is a big Trump conspiracy to suppress the election that he's advertising to everyone on the Postal Service's website. Now, showing you how dumb celebrities are, 
Here is the queen of dumb celebrities, Taylor Swift, who has been on the wrong side of just about everything. And my tweet back to her. So Taylor Swift to her whatever, 75 trillion Twitter followers. And, you know, people will believe this. So not my kids because, uh, you know, they're smart. But some people's kids will because they think Taylor Swift, you know, is a very talented musician, by the way, um, knows anything about politics. Uh, she doesn't. Here she is in her tweet. Trump's calculated dismantling of the Postal Service proves one thing clearly. He is well aware that we do not want him as our president. He's chosen to blatantly cheat and put millions of Americans' lives at risk in order in an effort to hold on to power. So I tweeted back basically a whole bunch of stuff, and then I lended lend it off with, you don't know um, stuff. Quit. I used a different word if you're <laughs> yes. watching on the YouTube. Yeah, you don't know quit, yes, as we use often as a uh, fill-in <laughs> for the word that rhymes with it. You got it. Thank you, Joe. No, no, no. True. Taylor. Repeating the myth again that Trump is sabotaging the Postal Service by warning the states that you're going to have a problem with the elections. We need some time. And then by sabotaging the Postal by giving the exact same advice New York state officials gave their own residents. If you're going to vote by mail, give the Postal Service seven days to get you a ballot and then give them seven days to get it back. Sounds like a weird way to sabotage the election, to advise people how to not sabotage the election. But if you're Taylor Swift and you're a dunce, a musical genius, real world dunce. You tweet that out to your 72 trillion followers because you're a dunce and you don't really care about being made a dunce because you know nobody will correct you with the kind of Twitter power you have. I will, but I only have 2 million followers. She has 75 trillion or whatever. Here's another dunce on Twitter. Again, formerly decent basketball player, but a dunce on Twitter nonetheless, Rex Chapman. Remember Rex Chapman? Yeah, no, not many people do. Well, highly overrated, better basketball player than me, nonetheless. So he tweets out Burbank, California in your entire life. Have you ever seen a locked mailbox at the post office? Now you have, it's a disgrace and an immediate threat to American democracy. Joe, uh -huh. shame on them. Yeah. Shame on the GOP. Where are you? Mitch McConnell. And he tweets to him. This is Dunce Rex Chapman. Again, a uh, once overrated basketball player saying they're locking the mailboxes. Well, what's the problem with the photo of the locked mailboxes? Well, there's two problems. Mm -hmm. uh, number one, that photo's from 2016. Oh. Yeah. Um, Obama was the president in 2016. So that's not even the worst problem. You're like, wait, come on. He's dumb enough to tweet out a photo to 2016 of a locked mailbox to blame it on Trump when it was Obama. How does it get dumber? Oh, it gets dumber. Do you know where I'm going? You many Paula don't even know where I'm going with this. Where, what's the other part? So a woman was kind enough. I don't have the video because, you know, I don't want to like tell her, that's ah, my video. Whatever. A woman was kind enough to go out and video that actual location in front of the post office with the locked mailbox. And Joe, when you do this with your, with your iPhone, your video camera, yeah. when you turn around, the unlocked mailboxes are right on the other side <laughs> where you actually drop the mail. They just don't use those anymore. So they use the ones literally when you turn around on the other side. But again, Rex Chapman, really good handle when he played basketball. Not too smart. Kind of a dunce. <sighs> Folks, it gets worse. <laughs> of course, it always does. So the Democrats have proposed some bills, and which is, why are they doing this, okay? They're doing this because they want, I, listen, I don't have any, my postman is a great guy, and so was a woman I dealt with when I lived at another house. They were really terrific. 
And I really mean, is that not virtue signaling? I don't like to knock people who work for a living. It's not them. Just like when I get into the arguments about the teachers unions, once in a while I get an email from a teacher, which I understand. Why are you knocking a teacher? I'm not knocking the teachers. I'm not knocking the mailmen, the male women out there who do their jobs at people sorting the mail. You go to work every day. It's not your fault. However, people leading the post office in the past before Trump was in charge were morons. And they ran your agency into the ground. It's been billions of dollars in debt. What's really going on right now? Well, number one, the Democrats just like to invent pee-pee hoaxes, this time with the post office, because they know the media is too dumb and too malicious in many cases to report the truth. And they know people like Rex Chapman and Taylor Swift are too dumb, you know, to understand the facts and they'll tweet it out, make Trump look bad. So that's number one. They just want to make Trump look bad. They make stuff up knowing idiots like Chapman and Taylor Swift will follow along. You get it? But number two, they want to bail out for the Postal Service. Which is not going to happen under Trump because President Trump needs to reform it so it can be self-sufficient, which it's not. It's not. And to the postal carriers out there and the people who are working hard, you're not going to have a job if the post office doesn't fix itself. The Democrats don't want that. They want what they want always, government bailouts for states that can't manage themselves, for agencies. That's what this is. None of the bills the Democrats have proposed, by the way, for the bailouts, the bailout portions, have anything to do with voting. I thought the Democrats wanted to fix it. Nothing. They have a $3.5 billion bill for mail-in voting, which Trump doesn't want. For national mail-in voting. Trump doesn't want national mail-in voting because there's fraud everywhere it happens. But the bills to fix the Postal Service have nothing to do with mail-in voting. Showing you how ridiculous this is and how, again, celebrities and bad basketball players run with fake news. Here's the media themselves running with fake news. They know is fake news, even though weeks ago they reported the real news until their Democrat overlords told them to report the new fake news. So just to be clear... A few weeks ago, the Washington Post reported this one, that President Trump, in an effort to reform the post office, this is the Washington Post, I'm not making this up, it's not the Onion. Treasury, that's the Department of Treasury for the liberals listening, you know, under Trump, agrees to lend the Postal Service $10 billion in a trade for rival shipping contracts. So he agrees to provide, through his Treasury, this is the Washington Post, Jacob, whatever his name is, I don't can't pronounce the last name, whatever, doesn't matter, these guys are all fake newsers anyway. This news happens to be real, though. So Jacob there reports a real story. Trump's treasury agrees to lend the post office $10 billion? Sounds like a weird way, Joe, just checking to sabotage the post office, doesn't it? Yeah, this doesn't sound right. No, no, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joe, if you were in like some financial trouble, you needed to fix it, and you said, Dan, can I borrow $20,000? That would be a weird way to sabotage your life by lending you. I'm just yeah. throwing that out, right? Yeah, kind of very strange. <laughs> I'm just checking. Okay, we're just yeah. using common sense. So that's the Washington Post reporting just a, a couple of, a couple of weeks ago before they were instructed by their Democrat overlords to run with the new PP hoax. That's them being honest about it for once and say, yeah, okay, Trump was going to lend them $10 billion. Here's the Washington Post the other day after they got instructions to run with the new post office hoax. Trump's attack on the Postal Service is now a national emergency uh. by Paul Waldman. That's pretty amazing. A national man was going to lend him $10 billion in order for some reforms, but now he's attacking the post office in what is uh, clearly a national emergency. Folks, believe it or not, again, this story gets worse. These stories will all be in the show notes today, by the way. Here's a great article by The Blaze. President Trump, because there's another angle to this. The other angle the Democrats are making up, it's just fabricated in conjunction with their 
liberal media allies and the dunces like Taylor Swift and Rex Chapman is that they're locking and removing mailboxes so people can't vote. Here's a story at The Blaze. Flashback. Thousands of USPS mailboxes were removed during, clearly, the Trump administration. No, no, the Obama-Biden administration. Wait, wait, wait. The Blaze clearly has this wrong. Yeah. The instructions the media was given by the liberal media hacks and Taylor Swift was to run with this story, Joe, Mm -hmm. that the post office is removing mailboxes now under Trump so people can't vote. Is this possible? That a lot of this actually happened under the Obama administration? Yeah. Well, let's go to the Blaze article. Quote, historically, mailboxes have been removed for lack of use and installed in growth areas, from said, from the post office. Quote, relocating low-use boxes to high-traffic areas such as shopping centers, business parks, grocery stores, etc. for increased customer convenience. Wow. When a collection box consistently receives small amounts of mail for months on end, it costs the Postal Service money in fuel and work hours, to go and collect the mail. She continued, removing the box is simply good business sense in that respect. It's important to note that anyone with a residential or business mailbox can still use it for a vehicle to send outgoing mail. So just to be clear here, yeah, you can actually go to your mailbox and mail your vote. Like most people, if you're a liberal, you don't know that, of course, or the media or Taylor Swift, who amazingly is worth like, $20 billion and can't figure out she can mail or vote at her front mailbox and give it to the mailman. That's Taylor Swift. Maybe she should do a song. So we never, ever, ever mailed a vote in a mailbox because we can't figure it out because I'm not that bright and I don't know how to flip the thing up and put my vote in there because we have never, ever seen a mailbox anywhere. Maybe that should be her new song. And maybe Rex Chapman can put it on the back of his jersey. You know, in the NBA, you can you can customize the back of your jersey. Maybe Rex Chapman could put someone, where's the mailbox so people can help him out? Because he doesn't know you can walk Where? out and actually give your where's ballot the to the mailman. Where's the mailbox on his jersey? If you, he's not actually in the NBA anymore because he's not really that good. But it'd be right. You could customize your, where's the mailbox with a big yes. double X, double, uh, uh, no, no, a question mark and exclamation point. Maybe someone will tell Rex where he can go and get his mail. And again, showing you how this is all one big scam. You're all being played. Here's screenshot number two from the Blaze article that these mailboxes, many of them were removed under the Obama administration. In fact, between 2011 and 2016, there were roughly 14,000 Postal Service mailbox removed, mailboxes removed, ladies and gentlemen, which was during the Obama-Biden administration. 2009 Washington Post article stated, in the past 20 years, 200,000 mailboxes have vanished from city streets, rural routes, and suburban neighborhoods, more than more than the 175,000 that remain. You're falling for a hoax again. Of course, not my listeners, but now you have the material to go forward and fight the good fight. All right, let me get to my second sponsor, show you some footage from New Jersey and North Carolina. Exclusive breaking. Do that dopey, you know, drudge, the uh, panic-inducing alarm. So he puts the bells and whistles up in the alarm. Breaking photos of Dan Bongino with no shirt. Oh, my gosh. No shirt on the back. (laughs) Don't worry. It's not a Geraldo moment. No, I love Geraldo. You know, I love arguing with Geraldo. But but it's you got to see the new ink. So check it out. All right. Today's show brought to you by friends at GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, the GenuCell summer blowout sale heats up. And for a limited time, get a $40 instant coupon, which is applied automatically to your online or phone order. It's really that easy. Just go to GenuCell.com and enter my promo code DAN40. That's DAN40 at checkout. 
Order the GenuCell Jawline Treatment and the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness and Chamonix will double your supply of both products for free. Here's what Beverly from Alabama had to say. OMG, love this product. Saw a difference the second time I used it. I recommend it to everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. My daughter even told me I look younger than last week. My wife and my mother-in-law love GenuCell. It's a really, really good product. I have to use it for my eye bags when I'm super tired before I get on the air. And I got a lot of eye bags. Now it's your turn to look years and even decades younger, just like Beverly. Results are guaranteed. You get 100% of your money back. It's really that simple, that easy. Order GenuCell now and Chamonix will double your order free. Did you hear that? For a limited time. And for results in minutes, the GenuCell immediate effects is also yours free. Get double your order free, plus a surprise luxury gift. Here's what you need to do. Go to GenuCell.com. Enter my special promo code DAN40. That's DAN40 at checkout and unlock your discount today. That's GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. GenuCell.com. Go today. All right. So getting back to this show. So uh, many of you know, uh, you know, talk is cheap, ladies and gentlemen. I say all the time on the show, it's about the do, not the talk. You have to do stuff. And many of you, most of you in my audience are doers. Your voters, your door knockers. You donate to political campaigns, your fighters, you email me, you tell me what you're doing all the time and I'm proud of you, but I'm in it with you. Um, I never want you to think, you know, I, I cash my check and run away. I ran for office myself. I've been an activist my entire, I ran three times. Um, I'm proud of that. You know, we didn't win, but I'm proud that I put my name on a ballot and fought. You know, we did something. So I heard the story about Attila's gym in Belmar, New Jersey, and they were under attack by the tyrannical... Um, insane governor of New Jersey, who uh, a monarch king, uh, King Murphy up there, who has decided he is just going to attack private businesses that dare to go against him. He tried to shut this business down. They've revoked their business license. They fined them. Meanwhile, they have had how many cases of coronavirus in their gym and Attila's gym? Uh, zero. Now, if you watch my interview with them this weekend, which I encourage you to do, we got a lot of great feedback. We went up there. Joe was there. Drew was there. Uh, we worked hard on all weekend. It did a lot of views. It's on our YouTube channel and Apple Podcast. You'll hear their story. Here's just some uh, video. If you want to check it out, youtube.com slash Bongino. So it's up there. Many people are like, Dan, you're deadlifting in uh, Attila's gym in jeans. What's going on? Folks, listen, I, it's all I had. We, I had to do an interview. I had to go to North Carolina. I got to travel around with like a workout bag. So I just figured, ah, I'm going to throw some pinwheels, the three pizzas around and deadlift it in jeans and boots. No warm up, raw. There you go. I don't know. What is that? Six, seven reps maybe there. Maybe I might throw in one extra in there. I don't know. But there's 315 on the dead. No warm up, which probably wasn't smart. A little bit of a rounded back. There's a lady in the background videoing me from behind, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, some, some, other, some of our listeners wanted some copy of that footage too. I don't know why. But there's me, three feet, sweating my butt off. Then a guy came up later, asked me to autograph his shirt, did that. So there me knocking out a set of a deads. So yes, I know I don't work out in jeans, obviously. And by the way, it's my Attila's shirt. There's a back to it too, but uh, it, I was I was proud to be up there work out with the work out with the fellas and the ladies, and I appreciate it. Here's a quick set of me before I left. I only worked out because I won't have anything else. I want an interview. So here's me again. This is at the end of the day. They asked me, uh, "Hey, you want to knock out a set of bench?" So I got the 90 pound dumbbells. Joe was standing right around me there. Knocked out a set of 12 ski with those bad boys. You can see my left elbow barely moves. If ever look at that, the left elbow is a total disaster. Right's kind of smooth. I'm critiquing myself, of course. You see me making that face I always make. It's why I have disastrous face wrinkles. My wife always laughs. Uh, some people did comment. Um, many of them happen to be women that. 
The jeans were a little tight. Um, I know I don't wear skinny jeans. I have to answer all your emails. Those are not skinny jeans. Matter of fact, they're the opposite. They're from Lucky. It's the only jeans that fit me because I squat a lot and I have unusually big quads. Um, unusually big, and right? And, and nothing fits me right. I do not wear skinny jeans. I am not Justin Timberlake. Oh, I couldn't get there. Oh, to 12 and I dropped the weights, which is terrible. I'm surprised they didn't throw us out of gym. But there you go. So there's me and Attila's. I told you I'd work out up there. A couple of people wanted a video and I stick to my word. It was a long day. Believe me, don't even ask. I got a lot of questions on the logistics. Hey, how did you, Joe, Drew, and Paula figure this out with the logistics? Don't even ask. It was a lot of money and a lot of time, but we got it done. Uh, finally, here's a go quick video. Me getting a tattoo, flew down to North Carolina, Apex, North Carolina, Apex Tattoo Factory. The owner, Jax, who was arrested for daring, air quotes, to open up his business, try to pay his mortgage. So there's Jax there. There's me shirtless, face down on a cleansed, sterilized tattoo table, getting the ichthys, the Jesus fish on my back. I love Jesus. Love Jesus a lot. Um, so there's a little bit, I'm sorry, I went out of order, but I just probably just realized that. But there's me getting a tattoo. I'll show you that in a minute. Um, just quickly showing you how we, you got to do stuff. I am now a member of Attila's. I paid, it was not, some idiot wrote back to me on Twitter, probably a liberal. Dan, nice you went up there, but you should have paid for a membership. We did, you dunce. Here's my membership <laughs> to Attila's. Now, here's a picture of my key fob tag. In case you don't know, there it is. Those are my actual keys. Paula want to know what that 709 key is. If we should put that, I have no idea. She's like, oh, should we put that out there? What if it's a key to something? If I don't know what it is, you don't know what it is either. So I have no idea. But those are my actual keys uh, from Attila's. So whenever I'm in New Jersey, I paid for my membership. I donated on the GoFundMe too. I put 500 in there. You can see it. Go dead. If you got a dollar, $2, any money, if you can help them out, Attila's Belmar Court Relief. The link will be in my show notes today. The appropriate GoFundMe. Bongino.com slash newsletter at Bongino.com. The link will be there. Please help them out. These guys need a lot of money, ladies and gentlemen. They're being hounded and fined religiously for fighting back. Here it is, Joe, the big moment. Mm -hmm. The exclusive reveal. The Dan Bongino Jesus Fish tattoo. This was taken early this morning by the lovely Paula, who's seen this view many. Look at those muscles. Look at that. Wow, that is really me. Um, of course, the camera adds 10 pounds. You see my book in the background. That is really me. It's not an excuse for me to show you my back shirtless. I really wanted you to see my tattoo. You may say, well, why did you need that shot like that? Because when we showed uh, the shot up close and personal and the actual tattoo, it was unclear where the tattoo was. Mm. And I didn't want you to think I got it in some strange area of my body. And yeah. my back is also um, unusually hairy sometimes. And Paula's like, I don't like your hairy back shot. Can we take this moving back? So there's Dan Bongino, youtube.com slash Bongino. If we want to, you want to check out um, the um, shirtless Dan Bongino. We're not done in a Geraldo-like moment. But you get the point. You got to see the ink. You can't say you got a tattoo. I could have faked it, right? Could have yeah. had a pen on there. Thanks for the guy who sent me this cool Trump pen, by the way. I could have And oh, by the way, to the guy who gave me these cool pens and the mm -hmm. Marine shirt, I have them. They're awesome. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you're a good man. Someone gave them to me up in North Carolina. Just quick, here was some local news coverage. This is great. The shorenewsnetwork.com Shore ran this article. This is a classic. They initially put 350, which was impressive, but I had to correct the story because it would have been disingenuous. Watch. Dan Bongino calls Phil Murphy a tyrant and deadlifts 315 at Outlaw New Jersey Gym. Shore <laughs> News Network in the greatest article ever. They initially had 350. I had to correct it because I did not 
deadlift 356 right. times. I did 315, but that would have been impressive. I should have just accepted it, right? No, 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 no. It was, it was a heavy bar. It was a heavy bar. Thank you, Shore News Network, for covering the story. All right. We got a lot more serious material to get to, but, you know, action matters. We got to do stuff. And on a very serious note, whatever you can do to support Attila's, a GoFundMe, get a membership, buy a shirt, and whatever you can do to support the Apex, you want to go buy a shirt, Apex Tattoo Factory, call them up, email them, go to the website, pick up a shirt. We got to support these businesses, folks. They need us. We have to, I named my show for a reason. Patriots Unite. <laughs> kind of like the Justice, uh, Justice League here. They can't come after all of us at once. They can't. But when they isolate these people and we allow them to stand alone, Attila's and all these other gyms and these tattoo factories and these restaurants, when they isolate them, they feel helpless. Don't let them be isolated. My wife was getting choked up this morning. She was reading an email. We got your email from the New York business. You have his first name or do you remember? Maybe we shouldn't say because he didn't give us permission, but he owns five gyms in New York going totally bankrupt. Rent bills piling up. He can't open. My wife was like, really upset about it really upset not like upset. she was upset like getting choked up this morning we're with you we're trying our best if we can do this again with other business we're going to try to do it but it was it was really hard to organize but we will try to do some more stuff and we'll highlight businesses that need help all right you know what let me do my third sponsor and then i want to get to this fbi lawyer story which again was a huge tactical nuke uh dropped on friday which the mainstream media completely ignored you only had an fbi lawyer joe no big deal who's about to plead guilty to altering evidence, allowing the Obama administration to spy on Donald Trump hmm. through the FBI. Whatevs. Don't worry, Joe. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. We got to deal with the PP story again. Yeah. Except the P this time being the post office. We got That's more important, the post office hoax. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Today's final sponsor, our friends at Quip. It's the only toothbrush I use. Quip, Q-U-I-P. Why? Well, because it's like power washing your darn mouth, if I can be honest with you. If you're using a regular old toothbrush, you don't know how clean your mouth could be. Why? Because you haven't used Quip. Use the Quip toothbrush, and when you're done, you're going to be like, damn, my mouth is really clean. You feel like you just got out of the dentist. I'm telling you, this stuff works. Let's talk about brushing our teeth. 75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective, and they're not clean in your mouth. They don't even. Some people don't even floss. Yeah, but it happens, Joe. I know you're shocked. I know you're stunned by this. Joe, <laughs> good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral healthcare essentials you need to mm. brush better. The Quip electric toothbrush, the best in the business, has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute routine. There's a size-down version for kids, too. It has an anti-cavity toothpaste, comes in mint or watermelon. You get all the ingredients teeth actually need, and none they don't. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your money. Quip has an eco-friendly, reliable, uh, refillable frost refillable floss, which is reliable with a dispenser you keep for life. That was a great for Indian slip and expand an expanding string that helps to clean in between your teeth. Quip brush heads, toothpaste and floss refills are automatically delivered. This is the best part on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5 each. I get them in the mail, replace my brush heads, replace even as a battery. You can throw the battery in. You're good to go. Friendly reminder when it's time for ref to refresh and stay committed to your oral health. Shipping's free. Join over 3 million happy customers. Practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip. Starting at just $25. I sent one of these to my friend, my cop friend up in New York. He didn't believe me about the mouth thing. He's like, is it really the best tube? I'm like, I'm telling you it's the best. Go to getquip.com slash Dan right now. That's get, Q-U-I-P.com slash Dan right now. They're the good habits company. Your first refill be free at getquip.com slash Dan. Again, spell get, Q-U-I-P.com slash Dan. Go today.
All right, so I told you we had some breaking news. Let me just sum this up because sometimes I really enjoy your emails and your feedback and I read them and it's important to me. The show is for you, folks. It's not for me. It's for you. I told you, we, I've done my thing. I, you know, I, I do this for you. I, I enjoy doing it. But one of the critiques I get, which is a good one, they say, you know, sometimes, Dan, you tell a story and you, you know, you, sometimes it takes you a while to get to the point. Fair enough. Fair enough. And it's because I'm interested in the stories and I like the details. It's typically the reason why, but that's not an excuse. So let me just put the bottom line up front for this FBI story and what happened on Friday. I wrote it down to make sure we were short and concise because I said it this morning on Fox and Friends. The lead FBI lawyer in the case to spy on Trump, right? Kevin Kleinsman. He was the lead lawyer. Was used by the FBI because they wanted to spy on Trump. Well, what was he used for, this FBI lawyer? They asked him if Carter Page, who was working for the Trump team, to go, was working with another federal agency and, and basically working with them. Why did they do that? They did that because they knew Carter Page was in contact with Russians and they wanted to make sure that those contacts weren't at the behest of a government agency. When this FBI lawyer found out that Carter Page, who had worked for the Trump campaign's contacts were with Russians and were in his duties as a, basically a, uh, an, uh, an official source for the CIA, they lied about it. Get it? Bottom line up front. Lead FBI lawyer says that Carter Page, who they're trying to spy on because they want to spy on the Trump campaign, is not a source for the CIA, when in fact he is, to make it look like his legitimate contacts with Russians that he was helping the country out with to spy, help, uh, help the CIA out, to make them look nefarious. The deets matter, though, folks. Bottom line up front, but the deets do matter. Because what happened with the media? Well, the answer is nothing happened. They ignored the story almost altogether. National Review. Tobias, I can never say his last name. We love him anyway. We use his stuff. Hoonhout, forgive me, Tobias, not intentional. My, my last name is Bongino, so I get it all. Bongino, Bongino, I'm, I'm with you, brother. National Review. The Russia-obsessed media does its best to ignore Kleinsmith, the FBI lawyer's guilty plea. Or soon-to-be guilty plea. Did you hear about this in the media on Friday? This is a huge story. No. The main FBI lawyer was accused of falsifying evidence to make Carter Page look like a Russian spy. Sounds kind of bad, no? Well, let's go to this great clip from the fantastic Molly Hemingway at The Federalist, who's kind of confused by this too. How the PP hoaxers and now the post office hoaxers who were once the collusion hoaxers, they were obsessed with Russia. Now we have a huge plea and an FBI lawyer central to the case admitting they basically made up the thing about Carter Page being a Russian spy. Basically, they made it up and you don't hear anything about it. Isn't that just weird? Listen to Molly Hemingway sum this up. It is so rare for anyone affiliated with the FBI to actually be held accountable for something like this. So it really speaks to how serious of a problem it was and how much they had the goods on him. And, you know, when every little thing was dripped out by the media for years, claiming that there was this collusion between the Trump administration and Russia, now that we actually have our first example here of criminal wrongdoing, the media are kind of downplaying it and, and acting like it's not a big deal. And that's understandable because they were implicated in this as well. In fact, they were some of the worst offenders in perpetrating this collusion hoax on the American people. The last thing that they want is for anyone to be held accountable. And they're trying to make sure that this story goes away as quickly as possible. 
Thank you, Molly. Summed it up pretty well there. Why does the media that was obsessed with the PP hoax and collusion for three years, obsessed, Moscow Maddow on MSNBC spoke about it every night, the New York Times and Washington Post, fake headlines everywhere. They were once obsessed with this story. Now, all of a sudden, you have actual criminal charges against the people involved for faking the story. And all of a sudden, the media doesn't care one bit. Amazing how that happens. Not only do they not care, there is a massive misinformation campaign out there massive misinformation campaign from the actual people involved in the case that we're going to correct right now because that's what we do on this show. Remember Andrew Weissman? They call it the Mueller probe. Remember Bob Mueller, who was supposedly looking into collusion? It wasn't really the Mueller probe. It was really the Weissman probe. Remember discredited hack, loser, former prosecutor Andrew Weissman? Yeah, that guy the guy who's been a humiliating disgrace to the Justice Department repeatedly through his Enron activities when he was prosecuting that case and all the other times he's been wrecked by judges for all the nonsense he's tried to pull in courts. Yes, that was the guy they picked to run the Mueller probe. It's really the Weissman probe. Weissman's out there now, unbelievably one of the dumbest men in America. Uh, he's a, Somehow he's a lawyer. He should really turn in his JD. Weissman is now tweeting things about the case because he's terrified because remember, he's going to be implicated in this. This whole thing. He's the lead Mueller pro Implicated in what? For investigating Trump for a collusion hoax he knew was fake from the start. Weissman's panicked. Weissman doesn't like it that this FBI lawyer is going to plead guilty to this charge. He hates it. So Weissman is knowingly tweeting out misinformation. Read this one. So there's only one of two options here from Weissman. This is from his Twitter account, at A Weissman underscore. Um, Weissman's either one of the dumbest human beings in America, or he's a liar. Um, it's probably a little bit of both. Andrew Weissman, quote, Klein Smith is charged with adding the words not a source to an email about Carter Page. But nowhere does the charge say that this is false, i.e. that Page was a source for the CIA. Really? So hold I'll keep this up a second. So just to be clear, Weissman, this brilliant lawyer, Mueller, and believe me, I'm using the term brilliant loosely, is saying that nowhere does it say that Carter Page was a source for the CIA and we're all being misled. He says, without that, how is the addition materially false? Compare with Barr's materiality stand for Flint. So just to be clear, this is one of the Mullers. This is Mueller's chief lieutenant, Andrew Weissman, this brilliant lawyer. He's saying, well, the fact that the FBI lawyer is about to plead guilty to lying about the fact that Carter Page was, in fact, the source for the CIA. He was claiming he was not a source to make, again, to make it look like Page's contacts with the Russians at the behest of the CIA were, ha were, uh, were Carter Page acting on behalf of the Russians, not the CIA, making him look like a Russian hack. Where, did he not read the IG report, Weissman? It doesn't say anywhere that Carter Page was the source for the CIA. Big hat tip, undercover Huber on Parler and Twitter. Great account. Here's screenshots from the actual IG report. When we asked the liaison about the attorney's interpretation of the liaison's email, the liaison told us that her email stated just the opposite. Namely, that Page was a U.S. person who had provided direct reporting to the other U.S. government agency in the past. In other words, Joe, that is, let me translate that for you. The inspector general who investigated this saw an actual correspondence from the CIA to the FBI saying, yes, Carter Page was in fact the source. Copy. Weissman can't find that, I guess. I don't, I don't know if he, he can't read, he's too stupid, or if he's just a discredited hack, loser, liar, which is what he really is.
It doesn't say anywhere Page was a source? You mean like outside of the IG report? Even worse, the FBI lawyer did get that email that Page was a source for the CIA. Here's IG report number two. However, the the OGC uh, uh, attorney altered the liaison. They're talking about Kleinsman. Altered the email by inserting the words, not a source into it, thus making it appear that the liaison had said that Page was not a source. Again, Andrew Weissman either can't read as a dunce or is a really unbelievably malfeasant liar, which he is. He's a discredited loser. He's read the IG report. He knows he's lying. He's just trying to confuse you because he's terrified himself of his own corruption. What a disgusting person. Now, let me just correct another piece of information here. Again, hat tip our friend Undercover Huber and others, Sean Davis and others who've done some great work on this at The Federalist. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Kleinsmith, who's about to plead guilty to doctoring an email to make Carter Page look like he wasn't a source from the CIA when he was, he's not a low-level attorney. Now, why would the media want you to believe disingenuously that he was a low-level attorney? Because they want you to believe that this scandal wasn't at the highest levels of the FBI at the behest of the Obama administration to spy on Trump. So what's the catch here? Here's the trick, Joe. They say, no, no, no. This was just a couple low-level dudes. These low-level cats, you know what happened. They got a little excited. They didn't like Trump. They changed an email. Nobody at the top is going to be implicated, especially Obama. He was a low-level attorney? Really? Because we have the FBI's org chart. You know, organizational chart for the liberals listening. We shorten that up. I know I have to be a little slower with you all. But here's an actual photo with the org chart. Oh, Oh, so Assistant General Counsel Kevin Kleinsmith, the primary FBI attorney, reported right to the chief of the division in the FBI? Hmm. Wow. That's weird, Joe. Low level. That's like saying Joe's a low level producer. He's the only producer on Mm -hmm. the audio. There is no low level producer. There's the org chart right there. There it is. There's the org chart, the FBI org chart. Kleinsmith reported right to the top. Directly. That's what those arrows mean, liberals. I know you have a hard time with boxes and arrows and things like that. It's a low-level attorney who reports directly to the chief of the whole division. Of course, if you're a media person like Charlie Savage, Maggie Haberman, Adam Goldman, Natasha Bertrand, and the other hoaxers, this probably makes sense to you. Let's go to Weissman tweet too. He can't possibly be lying again. Oh, no. Oh, he can. That's what he does, Weissman. Here's Weissman tweet too. He said, here's a hint at what Dora may be up to. The Kleinsmith charge says that Crossfire Hurricane was open as a FARA violation, Foreign Agents Registration Act. That is false. As the IG found, it was open as a counterintelligence investigation. Oh, oh again, let me translate yeah, Weissman ease because he's such a liar. Yeah. So Weissman is trying to get your attention away from this. He's trying to say, no, no, this was opened as a counterintelligence investigation because there were rumors about Trump working with the Russians. It wasn't a criminal case. The FARA charge, Joe, the Foreign Agency Registration Act, Uh he's saying that didn't exist. It wasn't a criminal case. This was just the CI stuff. We were just worried about the country. It wasn't a criminal case. The FBI definitely did not open a Foreign Agency Registration Act case that they're trying to spin your wheels. This was only for intelligence. Hat tip Sean Davis at the Federalist. 
we have the paperwork, Joe, about how they opened up the case. So according to Weissman, this was definitely a CI case and had nothing to do with the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Nothing. Hmm. Well, let's look at the actual opening paperwork for the FBI, which we now have. Federal Bureau of Investigation, electronic communication used to open up the case. The case ID number is redacted, but that case ID number is associated with what charge? Foreign Agents Registration Act. Wow. Farah. <laughs> Joe told me we talk about Farrah Fawcett for a Weird, right? Yeah. Kind of strange how all you have to do is go to the now unclassified documentation, and actually look at it. This was the lead lawyer on this case, folks, Andrew Weissman. Again, he's either a single-digit IQ moron, an unrepentant liar, or some devious combination of the two who has no dignity, no spine at all. I think it is. I think it's the third. All right, let me go to this video quick, because again, I don't want you to lose the big scandal here. Nobody ever sums it up better than Devin Nunes, the congressman from California who's done a great job uncovering all this malfeasance. Nunes sums it up in about a minute 30 clip. I want you to pay attention to on uh, Maria Bartiromo's terrific show here. Don't ever forget, folks, all of this was a lie. That Carter Page wasn't a source for the CIA. It was a lie fabricated by this FBI lawyer when he doctored an email. The PP stuff, it was all a lie. And there's a lot of really good researchers out there doing terrific work on social media, and I applaud you. I mean that. But I don't want you to ever lose in the deets the big takeaway part of the story. All of this stuff, the PP stuff, the dossier, is all made up. Folks, it's not from legitimate source. It's just made up. Please understand that this was always made up. Hillary tasked someone to go make up fake information, which the FBI used. The big scandal here, which I've repeatedly said, is that the Pentagon's Office of Net Assessment paid the people who made it up. Your tax dollars paid for people to make up lies. Who made them up? When they made them up? Those are all interesting details. We'll get to you in the future. We have a lot of them in my next book. But don't ever forget it's all made up, and you paid for all of it. Listen to Devin Nunes talk about this. Now we're looking, and, and, and you know, we are one of the ones that found this Office of Net Assessments money. We had sources that had come to us that said that there was an odd amount of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars that was moving through this organization, and we began that investigation. I, I think that the only thing, Maria, that I would correct you on uh, is that this guy, Halper, was, was, was not a spy uh, this guy just helped Christopher Steele make things up. Uh, the, all of all of what they did, they had no sources. It was a he did phony reports. Uh, this has to be investigated. And why, uh, at the time, the Deputy Attorney General Rosenstein and the FBI Director Christopher Ray, when Speaker of the House Paul Ryan and I and Trey Gowdy went in and, and asked about this situation. Uh, you know, they played dumb. They didn't know anything about this. They had no idea. They'd never heard of anybody. We said, well, who is this? What, what, what is this? Who is this person? What's going on here? Crickets. They wouldn't say anything. Now you look back. What yeah. did they know? 
What did they know at that time? Did they know hundreds of thousands of dollars were, 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 had, you know, were, had gone missing? I mean, this has been two years ago now, Maria, that, that we first discovered that there might be a problem at the Office of Net Assessments, a part of the Department of Defense, where they were using yeah. taxpayer dollars ultimately not to spy, but to make up nonsense that they then took in, the dirty cops took in to open an investigation on the president of the United States that ultimately became the special prosecutor. That was in full motion. Remember, at that time period in early 2018, that was in full motion. And we as investigators were bringing this information to the leadership, hoping that the DOJ and FBI would say, hey, maybe we have a problem here. We need to do something else. But, but, you know, know, of course, history shows they didn't do it. Bravo. Well done. I opened it up, summing up what the FBI lawyer scandal is about. The FBI faked the document to make you believe that a Trump campaign associate was a spy for the Russians, when in fact he was helping us spy on the Russians. Second takeaway, you paid to make up stuff via Halper and others that was used to spy on your preferred candidate for president. Your tax dollars were used to pay for it. How do you feel about that? Nunes always seems to boil it down. All right, kind of related in a way, but this article up at the show notes I want to address too about Adam Schiff. It's going to be a, it's a John Solomon article at Just the News, and it's at the show notes, bongino.com slash newsletter. It's important. It involves two stories. It's kind of a conduit between the story I just discussed about Spygate and all the breaking news on that. And these social media stories as well. Twitter's just a total joke. You know, I'm, uh, again, a part owner of Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. I encourage you to go over there. Thanks to all the people in North Carolina who showed up at the tattoo factory, told me they were all about Parler. Uh, thank you. We love it. We're, we're adding hundreds of thousands of new people. Uh, and we really appreciate your support. Adam Schiff's inaccurate Russia tweets raised Twitter double standard question. Ladies and gentlemen, how is it that Trump's tweets, when he says factual things, or sometimes things that could be interpreted multiple ways have to get these Twitter fact checks and all this other stuff. They're just interfering in the election Twitter because they don't even care. Jack definitely doesn't care. Jack Dorsey. But when Adam Schiff tweets things that are knowingly absolutely false, as you can see, it's just a news piece here. When he tweets them that are like this one, that he doesn't get a fact check. Here is a knowingly false tweet by clown Adam Schiff. Donald Trump had tweeted about government surveillance abuses. And he says, Schiff says to him, wrong again, Mr. President. It confirms the FBI acted appropriately and that Russian agents approached two of your advisors and informed your campaign that Russia was prepared to help you by disseminating stolen Clinton emails. Why is there no fact check on that? That's totally, completely fabricated and made up. Where's the fact check on that? Why isn't that tweet deleted? Let's go to John Solomon, who explains it pretty well. Really? Because the FISA application that Schiff referred to in his tweet contained 51 statements that were inaccurate, 51 misleading or undocumented, and included 17 violations of FBI rules, ranging from false and unverified information to omissions of exculpatory evidence of innocence, the DOJ inspector general reported last December. Twitter, just asking, we're just checking on you. You going to put that up there? You're going to put a fact check next to it that what Adam Schiff, what he's talking about is actually a document that the FISA courts have already thrown out. They have deemed two of the four FISAs completely inaccurate and misleading. You're going to put the 17 violations, the 51 misstatements in there. Twitter, you're going to, you're going to do, just ask you, you're going to do that. Of course you're not. Jack Dorsey's a, a left-wing hack. 
Here's another one. Shift tweet number two. Again, knowingly false. No fact check on this one. None. Clown shift. Throughout the investigation, committee Republicans chose not to seriously investigate or even see when in plain sight, in plain sight, evidence of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. There's evidence of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia? Where, where is it? Not only that, the evidence is in plain sight for everyone to see. It's that line from the Princess Bride. I don't think that means what you think it was happening Princess Bride. I don't think in plain sight means exactly what you think it means, Adam. I'm pretty sure John Solomon does an interesting fact check on Adam Schiff because Twitter won't do it themselves. Interesting because multiple investigations ranging from the Senate Intelligence Committee to Robert Mueller's investigation have concluded that there is no evidence of any Trump campaign official or any other American colluding with Russia to influence the 2016 election. Here's the actual quote from the Mueller report. That Mueller, you know, the guy with Weissman that hated Trump. This is their quote, not mine. The investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired to coordinate with the Russian government in its election interference activities, Mueller wrote. So basically what Adam Schiff said is just not true, meaning false for the liberals watching, made up, no evidence. (sighs) All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in to the show. I appreciate it. It was a loaded show, a lot of information today. Please, I, I say this in the strongest terms. I need you all out there, the army of our listeners, hundreds of thousands of you. I need you to go on your social media accounts, Parler, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are. I need you to go out there and fight back against this post office thing we covered in the beginning. There is a large army of media fake newsers out there and entertainment morons who are going to promote this thing and people will actually believe it. It is false. Please fight back. I need you. And thanks again for all your support. Thanks to Attila's. Got my shirt on. Thanks for giving me that. And uh, please check out the YouTube. You know, got some extra material. We'll see how that does today. YouTube.com slash Dan Bongino. Please subscribe while you're over there. It's all free. We really appreciate it. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.